This is a Bandit Radio production. This is One Team, One Podcast, Coffee and Donuts, Sunday Reaction Show, LSU, Mississippi State. Showed you what the goat was last year yeah. when we beat y'all 50 to 7. Let's go! One team. One team. Relax, big boy. One team, one podcast. One team, one podcast. Team, one podcast. Team, one team, one podcast. Team, one team, one podcast. Team, one podcast. Team, one all right, guys, we are live, one team, one podcast. This is called the Coffee and Donuts. Uh, this is going to be our Sunday morning reaction shows. I need a day. I need a day um, to kind of get my head together. There's a lot of things that I say on Saturday night or Saturday afternoon that I need to... Um, Reassess. Yeah. <laughs> I did a lot of reassessing yesterday. Boy, did you. You were at the game. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's going to be fun to see what your perspective... We hadn't really talked, really. Not really. Uh, your perspectives being at the game versus mine, watching all the highlights and rewinding things and seeing why we did this, why we did that, blah, 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 blah. Um, but yeah, I needed a day to get my head together a little bit and get some thoughts collected. Um and it's getting a little nasty out there. Yeah. The LSU uh the LSU verse is getting a little uh rambunctious as we would let's, say. Uh, let's get a list going to right now of uh some of the major overreactions that we're hearing. Yes. Just, okay. Let's start. One Miles Brennan needs to be subbed out. That's insane. That's lunacy. That's just that's so far in left field. I don't even know what to say to you if that's what your, your opinion is. I'm not is. about to say that exactly. And um, I don't think and, I, and honestly, I, I'm not even going to start with the offensive side of the ball. I think all conversations. Well, that's where all the overreactions are coming from, I think. I agree with that. Uh, but it feels like nobody's talking about how terrible the defense was. Um, Our and secondary played the worst game of any secondary in SEC history. Guys, I got bourbon cream in front of us. Um, we got Mary Lee Donuts. Uh, we're working on a sponsorship with Mary Lee, actually. You didn't know that. Um, we got Courtesy. We got yeah, Bear Process Safety. We're all connected here. Will we get free donuts if they sponsor? Yes, we will. Um, oh I know Mary Lee's pretty well, so we'll see. It just This just came about. I don't know. This and, is awesome. Yeah, well, just for the show. Not, Great news. Right. Anyway, um, yeah. It's all got to start with the defense. Yeah. And this is what I was screaming the entire game. I'm just going to tell you my um, two cents. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually agree with playing man-to-man coverage. Um, now – you finish? Right, right, right. No, no, no. Yeah, hear me out. I actually agree with, I guess, starting the game man-to-man coverage. When you start seeing them doing those crossing routes and the separation – that those wide receivers got on our cornerbacks. If you if you want to continue to play man to man coverage, there's only one way to do it. There's only one way. You gotta stop blitzing. I'm sorry, what? You gotta stop blitzing? No. All right, what are you gonna say? You have to blitz, but when you blitz, you have to go in the face, up the middle yeah. every time, yeah. and you have to affect the pass mm-hmm. one way or another, blocking it or getting in his face with a hand in his face and, and blocking the pass. If you don't do that, you're you're effing screwed. Yeah. Um, you can come all day long with Ali Gay on the outside mm-hmm. and hope you get there. But if you don't get home, you're screwed. Yeah. And if you want to continue to play that game, you're playing with fire, and they did, and they got burned bad. Um, and not only that, but you're seeing – I mean, I look, this poor kid Evans. Oh, my God. Um. 
I know he's thrown to the wolves because he just transferred here, but did you, have you seen some of the... I, I do feel bad for him because he's only been here for, what, a week and a half? Yes, I mean, but who, who, taught, who taught anybody playing press man-to-man... Without pressing. And it's like, why, why are you even doing this? Just take five <laughs> steps back if that's what you're going to do. Yeah. No, allow, I, them to, allow them to throw it short if that's what you want to do. Dude, just how many I, times did Costello throw the ball? So this makes dude. me, and I understand Stingley's out. I get all that. But yeah. it makes me start thinking about, okay, what's going on in the defensive coaching staff that you can't make an adjustment like that after the first quarter? Right. I mean, he had, over, he had close to 300 yards passing at halftime. Yeah. This is un- that's unbelievable to me, mm-hmm. um, and why people aren't talking about that more than they're talking about Miles Brennan, I have no idea. Um, now I have yeah. plenty of bad things to say about Miles Brennan. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, and but they're nothing. Like, we were like, going to have bad things to say about him after this game. When I lost, probably. well, here's here, okay. Well, you want to switch to that, or you want to continue on the defense? Let's let's continue on the defense because I actually do want to talk about how our defensive line actually looks really good. Our defensive line looks good. I loved when we blitzed um, up the middle. That's yeah. the only thing that worked to me, unless Allie Gay got home from the outside and like affected the passer, mm-hmm. which he did. Allie Gay yeah. looked pretty good. Um, if you're not going to play zone defense, though, at all, and uh, it, this is the complete opposite, I feel like we should have had this reaction show in two, 2005 after we played Arizona, Arizona State. State. Yeah, I was just And Bo Pelini was playing zone. And then the next game we played Tennessee and we played man and it's like he figured it out. Mm-hmm. Well, this game he plays all man, never even attempts to go to his own, knowing that right. his cornerbacks are just like yeah, putrid. Just, yeah. Um, I mean Cordell Flott, Jay Ward, these are guys with right. with tons of uh they got Flott's got some experience. Right. Flott's I know he's a sophomore, but I, he's got experience. Flott didn't play his best game, but I still didn't think he was Terrible. Uh, El- Elias Ricks. That he, undercut was just awful. He played terrible until that one play where all of a sudden he's he jammed the guy, yeah. runs side step by side with him, step. turns yeah. his head, and it's mm-hmm. like that's exactly what you should have been doing. Yeah. Um, uh, dude, yeah. I, I to me, that, that was the game. Uh, yeah. If you can't stop Mississippi State, it doesn't really matter at the end of the day. That's the simple Matty math that we've been talking about. If they score more points than you, it doesn't matter. If they continue to score touchdowns, it doesn't matter. Until you stop that stuff. And I, we, we saw some crazy-ass post today about um, we made big stops. We had four turnovers. Oh, my God. They had 623 yards <laughs> passing. They're still running up and down the field in their cornerbacks. I don't understand how you can look at this game as we a didn't, positive. We didn't, we didn't take advantage of a lot of stuff, and there was one key in, in, you know, time in the, uh, at the end of the first half where we could have taken complete control of that game because we had a two-for-one kind of situation where we were going to get the ball back right. in the second half. Could have taken control of the whole game, and it would have changed everything, but mm-hmm. they didn't. Right. Um, or, like, how about in the second half, Miles Brennan finally leads a really good drive down the field, and then it's like, okay, we're up. I think it was twenty four to twenty at that point, mm-hmm. and very next play is the uh, the wheel route to Kylan Hill, and it's like golly, I mean you're just not you can't you got to help your offense. It's yes. like we've talked for years about how the offense needs to help the defense. Yeah, you know, it's kind of the other way around now. It, it was yesterday. Yeah. Um, now, if Mississippi State leads you in time of possession, you got problems. You got serious, serious problems yeah. on the offensive side, not just the defensive side. Um, that means you're going three and out. Meanwhile, Mississippi State's putting drives together with Mike Leach. That's crazy. Like you're going to, you're not going to, you're not going to win that game. Um, I thought a big problem with our offense was that they weren't able to sustain drives for like long periods of time, and the only way that they yes. could they could score and be efficient on offense was when they played fast. And like that's good that we play well when we play fast, but you got to be able to like control the ball sometimes and like have a four minute touchdown drive. Yes, and we we're we're just not there yet. All right, so offensively, let's just talk about this because uh, it's like the elephant in the room with Miles Brennan. Yeah, um, I think the first half he played awful, 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 awful. Um, I 
Um, and you could say, and not you, but anybody can say anything they want about how badly he played for the rest of the game. He didn't play that bad in the second half. I thought he was actually pretty good in the second half. I wouldn't say pretty good. I think he was okay. Um, well, I think there's. it's his first game, I'd say he played pretty good. I don't care that it's his first game. He's a four-year player. It's his first start. I don't care. I, I'm not going to listen to that at all. Joe Burrow came off the bus against Miami and played probably as well. If he if that offense was the offense that he was in right now, he would have better stats than what Miles Brennan's had for a four-year player at LSU. Here's my problem with Miles Brennan before you answer that. He was timid, he was scared in the pocket, and he didn't know what to do with his decisions. Um, he didn't know where to go with the ball in the first half. He was thrown off his back foot. Um, he didn't look like he was ready to play. And that's very, very worrisome for a four-year player coming, to, coming into this offense that we're all ready to kind of take the, take the reins. And it makes me worried that he doesn't have the confidence level to do this. Yeah, no, I agree. I, I don't I, I don't think that his confidence looks great at all. And that's that's probably the biggest that's my biggest thing with him is just like how tight he is at all times. And he and just it, like it's like when he has a guy that's like just like kind of open down the field, he just he he's too scared to throw the ball to him. It's like I don't know, it's almost like Jarrett Lee after his freshman season when mm -hmm. he just, like, wouldn't want to throw the ball down the field, you know, because he was so scared after that freshman season. And he was just – he always wanted to, like, make sure ball control. Like, don't don't let them have uh, an interception. Don't turn the ball over. Right. And it, that was that was very frustrating. Yeah, I um, – so we had talked to – you texted me earlier about um, offensive line. I thought the offensive line was fucking garbage. I think they were also – but there were plenty of opportunities where Brennan did not look comfortable in the pocket and either ran out of the pocket too fast or he stood there and held on the ball too long and didn't want to make a decision with the ball. Right. Uh, which makes your offensive line look worse when yep. you do that. Yep. Um, it's kind of like a running back not following his blocks and just kind of completely like running out, and, yep. you know, or not following the hole and making your offensive line look like they didn't block it well when they really did. Um, so I think there's some of that. Um, I, like I said, I'm just worried about him and his confidence level. And you could kind of, like you said, it, I think that that's a perfect analogy with Jarrett Lee. Yeah. Like you can just see where Jarrett Lee and was like, just, where does that come from though? I don't know. I, I don't again, understand that. again, <clears throat> Jarrett Lee, when he got thrown in was a freshman. Yeah. Red shirt freshman. Um, Miles Brennan has been here, man. Like he has been here. He has got one year of experience in this offense. I know he didn't play. I get it. But he's got one year of being in this offense to know that he should have a read. I have saw plenty of times yesterday where there were wide open wide receivers and he didn't make the throw. Mm -hmm. what, and I don't know if he, he – I thought most of that was in the first half, though. I did, but I'm um, – Because, yeah, there were – I could probably count like five or six times where he had like a wide open guy down the field and he just missed it. He just never saw it. Yeah. And second half – I think there was maybe only once or twice. Well, I saw that, second that half. Saw there it. were some times where he made throws, but he made them too late. Um, yeah. And yeah, he held he on was, the ball. He was late on a lot of throws. I mean, there was and one play where Eric Gilbert's wide open in the end zone, and he makes the, he makes the pass a second too late, and all of a sudden it's a com, it's an incompleted like contested pass. I I think a big thing is for this team is going to be getting started early. I agree. And so, like. Like just allowing Miles Brennan to be comfortable early, because if he's not comfortable early, he's just gonna now here. Fold and here's another thing with Miles Brennan: um, these wide receivers have to catch the ball. Uh, I don't six drop passes. I don't remember, and these aren't just like really really tough catches or anything that they were trying to make. Some of them are right in the freaking hands. You've got to catch the ball when you have a quarterback like this that's struggling with confidence. Like you've got to catch the ball. Yeah, it I, and I, I know we're way. This is overreaction Sunday. Um, I, we we I don't I I can't remember six drop passes all freaking year last year. Now yeah. am I starting to see Joe Brady already? The ghost of Joe Brady is already here. I, um, I hate doing that crap because no, it's well. 
I I very much felt the absence of Joe Brady yesterday. Okay, let's talk uh, about that because I I haven't really I, got I, into that a lot. But. I genuinely thought that there was z- z- like such little creativity. Oh, I need. Oh, Didn't I, you? We need to switch from coffee already. <laughs> I don't know about the you. Bourbon my cream. Coffee, my coffee's got a little something in it. I got a little something <laughs> in mine too. Oh my god. Uh, Okay, the thing I kept screaming yesterday, and this is just one little thing. This is just one little piece. But can we get our goddamn backs in space? I mean, dude, these guys are studs. The backs? Yeah. Okay, so and like you mean out of the backfield, right? Yes. yes. Just, you're just running them into a box. Right. And it's like, I mean, yes, it, it, it was slightly effective, I guess. I mean, I think the backs had like, Four yards of carry or something like that. We're getting some comments on the live stream here, aren't we? Yeah, we got a few. Uh, all right. I don't need to see you right now, Justin Hillhouse. Okay, I'm not in the mood, Justin Hillhouse. Is he in the chat? <laughs> yes, he's in the chat. It's our uh, it's our Mississippi State fan who I owe a hundred dollar bottle of bourbon to. Um, but uh, his ball floats. Talking about Miles Brennan. Uh, the throw yeah. behind Emory was bad. I agree with that. I know which one he's talking about. Um, yeah, that was bad. That. And um, Although Emory still should have caught that. It yeah. was a bad throw, but Emory should have caught it. Um, someone we didn't talk about, actually, when going back to defense, mm-hmm. Jacoby Stevens. I mean, that was an excellent pick for the seven, I thought, so far. Um, he looked awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, right before, right before his uh, man play, where he just completely just takes over and decides that he's going to be uh, an NFL player on one play. Uh-huh. Uh, he was absent from the television highlights for I would say about a quarter. Um, that was so that was the third quarter that that happened. I think that I don't remember seeing him a lot for the majority well, of the game. Uh, well, he got a sack in the first quarter. Yes. Uh, second quarter, I didn't even see him. Second quarter, he got the strip sack. Oh, no, no, no. Third quarter, he got no. Yes. No, third quarter, he got the strip sack. Yes. No, that was fourth quarter. That was fourth. That was quarter. fourth quarter. So yeah, I sack. I was just commenting right before that happened. I was like, where the hell is Jacoby Stevens? Uh-huh. Um, was he dropping back? Was no, he blitzing? I, I mostly saw him playing linebacker. I know. Was he dropping back or was he coming on blitzes? I I felt I like know. there was it, two quarters where I didn't I even know. see him on the field, it, and that's a problem. And maybe that's just because they were trying to throw away from him because he was the best player on the defense. He was. Um, I feel like at that point, though, you, he's got to be in the middle of the field causing havoc somewhere, well, especially with these he, crossing routes. Yeah, I agree. I think I think we need to send him maybe on more blitzes. Oh, um, getting heated already. I, I, I'm I getting heated. You're, you're really seeing uh, – what we were talking about with like how Jacoby Stevens just needs to play linebacker. Oh, I, like I don't when, have a problem with that, that at all. That was by far his best role yesterday was when he was playing linebacker. Because, I mean, like you said, I didn't even notice him when he was dropping back a safety. And I know he did at some points. It's worrisome that you have a guy like Jacoby Stevens who can play a coverage linebacker. You have a guy like uh, Jabril Cox who looks Jabril like Jabril Cox s- might be the best coverage linebacker Whoa, in the okay. country. All right. Hold on. And I get it. He, he, Talent-wise. Yes. Talent-wise. You got a guy like Jacoby Stevens who can play that role. You got a guy like Jabril Cox who looks like he could play um, – like like Coach O said, he could play nickel if he, if he wanted him to. He's a um, – you got a guy yeah. like Damone Clark who he, it looked like he was moving around very, very well. Yeah, he led the team in tackles. And you give up 623 passing yards on mostly crossing routes. Yeah. And wheel routes – these are yeah. things where these guys should be – I mean, they should be dominating the middle of the field. They should be dominating any – I don't care if it's Kylan Hill or what. They should be dominating those guys coming out of the backfield. And they're, they were, like, almost nowhere to be found. And yeah. to me, that is Bo Pelini. Yeah. Bo Pelini, Bo Pelini, Bo Pelini. Yeah. No, I agree. Um, I think it's all on Bo Pelini. I, um, I think the entire loss is on Bo Pelini. <laughs> I can pretty much say that. Man, he was he was my guy coming in too. Yeah. Um, it that this this just screams like no adjustments at all. Um, mm. not prepared. Yeah. Um, this Evans kid, this poor Evans kid, again, left on an island, not prepared, uh, coming from Nichols. Um, it's it's terrible. Terrible, terrible. This was a terrible loss. 
terrible. Yeah. yeah. Um, I just, uh, I, I think there's plenty of coaching improvements that can be made is um, maybe one of the only good things. Uh, if there is something good, uh, it's like the talent obviously there. I thought I thought that was blatantly obvious that we have plenty of talent. Oh, we're way the, more talented than Mississippi State. Yeah, uh, you know if you if you took a look at the two, um, I mean the 623 yards passing aside, probably. But if you take the two and you flip them, uh, just look at the stats and you flip them, um, and you didn't know whose team was who. Wouldn't you say that LSU was Mississippi State? Mississippi State was LSU. No, knowing that Mike Leach is Mississippi State's coach. Well, I'm talking about throwing. Just take away the 623 passing yards and maybe say it's like 450 or you know something like that. I I would have thought that we would have handled Mississippi State on their defensive side like they handled us on our defensive side. Um, I thought they made us look like complete, yeah. like a, a complete train wreck on defense, yeah. where they should have been the ones. Yeah, um, I almost felt like they got more pressure on us than we got on them. I, okay, they, that that was a big thing. Uh, although we did get a ton of pressure, uh, we did. We I, I saw, and we stat. still gave up six hundred yards, forty-one quarterback pressures. I know, and That's, I saw. I've look, never seen a number. I like love that. Cody Warsham. I will love him uh, to death. He gets paid by LSU. I know he does. And I know he does. And I love him. To, I love him. He has to be a homer. I, I know he does. Um, you can feed me these lines all day long. At right. the end of the day, I'm going to look at you gave up 44 points and 623 yards passing, and they won the time of possession battle against you while I, throwing over I, 60 times. I think the point <laughs> of that was to say on defensive line's fault. The defensive no. line did their damn job, and – like I think that was really a testament to how bad the secondary was. Yeah, and it's it and it goes back to our initial point, which was if you're going to play Pressman that coach. way, if you're gonna play that way in the back, then the defensive line has to get home. Like if they don't get home, you're just yeah. screwed. You might as well not even yeah. play anybody in the back. I'm um, interested to see Might as well just bring eight what guys. Kind of difference Stingley makes. It's not gonna be enough. I don't think. I am. Yeah. Okay. So let's talk about that. Um, Stingley. Although, okay. I think Stingley being out. I um, think if you look at the point where, spread goes down. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. No. Right when Stingley went out, it was, was like, like a two point. I was like, uh, this is gonna go down by like eight points. It went down two. It went down two. Yeah. Was it was it? a two point. Well, it's one guy. <laughs> it went. It goes down two. It's oh, six man. and I, sixteen and a half. It went down to fourteen and a half. I genuinely thought it should have gone down to like nine. Whew. That's that's what I was well, thinking. That's I I I felt like that was going to make such a major impact. Uh and I felt like it really did. Yeah. Um the thing is when you don't have uh Stingley, you have to have all these guys that are just not that great in coverage. Yeah. And then that kind of forces you to drop more people back in coverage. And then you can't get as much pressure and then they have longer time to throw. Yes, and it's yeah, just, it affects you, it affects every level of the defense not having a Derek Stingley. Well, I liked I liked the idea of rushing for maybe taking one of these guys and mixing it up. Like there was one time where we Gary Danielson was on it. He was like, "Look, they're trying everything they can to get to the quarterback here, but they're running a twist and it's taking too long." Yeah, um, and I agreed. What they needed to do, you got to bring if you want to if you want to blitz, you need to bring one extra guy. Maybe a fifth guy, and but he's got to come from the middle. He can't yeah. come from the edge. He got to yeah. affect the guy in the face. That uh, there was one block pass by Neil Farrell, and if Neil Farrell didn't make that play, that was a oh, touchdown. It was a touch, I remember that. It was the uh, like tight end over the middle of the field. Yeah, like he was wide that. open. I remember that. And I'm like, thank God. Yeah. I mean that that's what you had to have yeah. for the rest of the game. Uh, if without that, you're screwed, and they were. Yeah, we did a spar- starter spotlight the other day on Allie Gay and. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was saying that there, that you could look to see Ali Gay bat some balls down, and he, he, I think he had three pass breakups. Yeah, six six dude out there, yeah. um, and I think I think they were worse. I'd, I think they were worse when he was coming from the edge, and he would try to get to the last minute, kind of like swipe at the quarterback, yeah. you know. And all Co- were, all Costello would have to do at that point is just take one little step yeah. up. And there he, were a couple of times that where I thought he was about to strip it. 
like a mm -hmm. few times where he came real damn close. And all that stuff is great. And if you have cornerbacks um, that are actually playing yeah. the right coverage. Right. Yeah. And, but I, I go it's back, not, it's go not back Gay's fight fault is what I mean. Yeah, like, no, yeah. I think, and I think that was the point of that Cody Worsham post that we had, uh, you know, 41 pressures, I think 13 hits, three sacks, whatever. Uh, I think the point of that was to say it's not the D-line's fault. And yeah. let's go back to the corners. You bring back Stingley, obviously, best defender in the country. You bring uh, – I, I think Ricks looks good. I think he's going to be a lockdown guy at, eventually. At, and he showed that on the pick, obviously. Um, I think Flott is a really good nickel. Yes. Um and if that that's your three corners, I think that's pretty damn good, actually. Yeah. Todd Harris needs some work. That dude can't tackle in the open field. Yeah. Maurice Hampton, I didn't notice. I saw him. Mo, I didn't notice. We him saw Mo Hampton get. Um, I mean, miss a couple of tackles as well. I yeah. mean, we had some serious tackling issues um, in the open field, but it was like it was almost too late at that point. Like some of the tackling issues were already twenty yards downfield. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. well, I mean, you might as well. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, but yeah, I think you're okay on offense with Miles Brennan. Um, I, here was my biggest disappointment of the entire, it was like very broad overview of the day. Um, I'm, I was, look, you guys been listening to me. I'm like, I was big time on this team. I thought this team had it still. I thought our offense, our um, our offensive scheme was still in place. I felt like the guys that we had um, were good enough to to plug in to an offensive scheme like this. Um, but I think I was really counting on Miles Brennan being at a different level than what he was than I than I was shown here, and I feel um, betrayed <laughs> is a great word about our defense. Yeah, I think that that was shameful um, and embarrassing. I, I think one of the biggest times during the game, actually, when I realized that like maybe Miles Brand just isn't that good, mm -hmm. is um at the end of the game, uh, game was over, but we were down ten and uh, two minutes left, and he's hitting all these fucking dump downs, and. You know what it reminded me of? It was when he came in against Alabama his freshman year, mm -hmm. the end of the game. You remember that? Yeah. We had like four minutes left. I we was were, at the game. Oh, you were? Mm -hmm. yeah, we were down by two touchdowns, I think. Uh, we put Miles Brennan in for some reason. It was like we still weren't it, out it, of the game. but Danny like, Etling was – yeah, but it was – it felt yeah, like no, we were I mean, like, like It felt like toast. we were out of the game. But like technically we still had a shot, four minutes, two scores. Um and we put in him, we put in Brennan, and he comes in, and it's like, okay, we're putting Miles Brennan in to go vertical, mm -hmm. and he just hits a bunch of dump downs, and it's like that's the exact same thing he did at the end of the game yesterday, when you have to be forcing the ball down the field, right? Um, and granted, the game was already over, but I, I just that frustrates the hell out of me uh, to see, like, it's like. What are you trying to do? Yeah, I felt like he was afraid to go deep. Yeah, it's just like he's a—he's so afraid. He's afraid. He's afraid to go deep. I, that was what I started this with was I, I think his confidence and he was scared. Um, and that makes me very, very worried. And if it was a freshman I'm talking about, I wouldn't be as concerned. Mm -mm. But this is a fourth-year junior. Yeah. Uh, that's inexcusable to me. Um, and – when I hear people clamoring, first of all, people are clamoring for the wrong quarterback. I hear T.J. Finley's name over and over and over. That yeah, ain't the Max guy. Johnson. It's Max it's Johnson. Um, Max Johnson would be the first out. Um, yeah, there were a bunch of people shouting T.J. Finley at the game. They're stupid. They don't know. Yeah. Come on, it's not T.J. Finley. It would be Max Johnson. Max yeah, Johnson no. would. Well, it's it, that that that's when you know it's like these are people that they don't, don't know. follow the team very much. That's right. So. They don't. Um, <laughs> They're going to be shocked when they see Max Johnson come out one day. Yeah. Um, uh, all right, so <laughs> Max Johnson. We're back to the days where the let's backup just, quarterback is the best player on the team. Yeah, I know, or he's the most favorite. Um, let's talk about Max Johnson. Uh, coach's kid. Mm -hmm. 
oozes confidence. That I, I wouldn't see him being a guy that would be scared. Um, I, mean, I understand his limitations would be that he doesn't know the offense be, as he well. He would be timid, too, though, as a freshman. I think he would, too. Um, uh, but here's the difference between him and Brennan is that uh, he can run the ball. That's right. I was about to say. Um, there was a couple of plays. He, I, I think they said he runs like a four six forty. All right. I don't know. Yesterday, true, yesterday, um, the problem that I saw with Brennan sometimes was that he would leave the pocket too quickly mm-hmm. when he did have time, um, and he did, he has no confidence in his offensive line, obviously, or he's just got happy feet. He leaves the pocket. He tries to do the the scramble for the first down like Burrow would do all the time, except mm-hmm. he's slow. Yeah. Uh, and he's very, he, he's very slow. He's not. Uh, although we shouldn't say he's very slow. He's faster than the average pocket. He's faster than me. Yes. Like, uh, he he's not as fast as Joe Burrow, no. but he's faster than me. He's somewhere in the middle. Wouldn't you say? <laughs> <laughs> Max Johnson is a guy who can get out of the pocket yeah. and probably make that play. Um, yeah, I, I mean, yeah, but. I know, I know. It, we're we're we're, we're I, stretching. I don't, I don't we're going we're, too far. I don't know why we're entertaining this thought. I don't think we should. Uh, he does look. He if he continues to look scared in the pocket, you're going to be hearing this more and more and more. Yeah. And you're going to see a change. Um, All right. But I'm hoping this this is the first game. More than ten percent of his passes were dropped. That doesn't help. No, it doesn't. If that first catch by Eric Gilbert for the first down happens, awesome. and you continue, if you continue the drive. Um, that would have helped things a lot. Um, yeah, I, I agree with you with the drops. Uh, I don't know where that's coming from. And I'm, like, that like, makes me even worried like, as well on the, the wide receivers. It was something like 12% of his passes were dropped. I mean, we just – we. <sighs> I mean, it's like you have an unconfident quarterback. You got receivers dropping balls. And granted, the receivers were really only dropping balls in the first half. You got uh, you. You had an O line that's, I mean, is okay. Uh, I didn't see a lot of letting ex- pressure get through a, a too much. It's too much. It's too I, often. I agree there's with you. There's a lot of free runners, which is that's just on the O line. There's there's no one you can blame other than the O line for free runners. Uh, I didn't see a and lot of dude. Dare Rosenthal just doesn't look. He doesn't look like it. Yeah. Well, uh, to me, in your offensive line, there is nobody else that you're gonna. Like what we get is what we see is what we get. Right. Well, that's that's the thing, and that's kind of my biggest worry because I don't see how that can be fixed. It. I don't think it can. It's just what, like what the it, guys what, that are there are the guys that are there. Miles Brennan has all the ability to make those guys look better, though, and so does no, so doesn't. does so does Stevens Minger and so does Scott Linehan. Miles Brennan does not have the ability to make those guys look better. Yes, he does. How? Um, he can make he can make a decision faster than what he makes. Okay. If he holds only, on to the ball too long, that's, that's, that's a problem. I say that's the only thing though. Um, hey, I also think because he did not see isn't good. You didn't at, see dump outs like you saw with Clyde Edwards Elair last year. You didn't see yes, that at all. Yes. Um, so they commented like this on uh, TV yesterday about Eric Gilbert um, being lined up, and this had to be because of. This had to be because of the um, pressure that he was getting. How many donuts have you eaten so far? Can we just stop know. and talk about this? I don't know. All right. I'm sad. He's so. sad. You're depressed. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, you're, uh, yeah. You're stress eating. Depression donuts. Right. Um, so Eric Gilbert was lined up like right, right on the edge of the O-line pretty much all game in a three-point stance. And... Uh, they commented on this in the game saying, you know, I thought we were going to see him more out wide. And then, you know, you, every now and then you saw him as a slot kind of guy. But most of the game, I'd say probably about 80% of his snaps, you saw him right at the edge of the O-line. And it's making me wonder if uh, he was there to protect the O-line because the O-line was already going to be. Well, whatever. The they, knew, was, they knew whatever it ahead the hell of time. He, was doing, he wasn't very good at blocking. No, he wasn't. There was the one play that he just completely whipped the guy. Um, I mean, I in my opinion, that's that can be expected from a freshman receiving tight end. Yes. So it goes back to uh, the difference in 2018 to 2019. Um, Someone actually just said that on the chat. Yeah. What's that? That that Gilbert, Gilbert can't, block? can't block. I agree. Um, it goes back to from 2018 to 2019, uh, where you would keep guys in to protect 
um, instead of releasing everybody out. And then 2019, I understand you had a different team and you had a really experienced O-line, all that kind yeah. of stuff. But what you did is you changed your mentality and you put everybody out um, and you, you just got the ball out quick. Yeah. Um, so, so this could be where you're talking about with, with your stud running backs, instead of just running these, uh, zone read draws up the middle over and over and over getting maybe three to four yards. How about you, um, make a, a play action with that guy, have him go out in the flat and look downfield and then check down to your back, yeah. maybe in the flat. Right. Um, I, None of that happened, and mm-hmm. that's worrisome. And that's it, our our three running backs had three catches. They all went to Emory. One of them was on the uh, was on that last little like garbage time drive, mm-hmm. and it's just, I mean, that like that was like a big point with this offense was that we were supposed to like be getting the ball to our backs in the open field a lot. Yeah, and like they were supposed to be awesome backs but we're not getting them in the open field especially a guy like john emory yes i mean come on man i mean i think emory ended up with 10 touches for 52 yards yeah and like that's fine that's i can't really complain about that stat. i think all the all the running backs had a pretty similar stat actually Mm -hmm. um and like i can't complain about five yards a touch for the running backs i mean that's pretty solid but yeah, I just don't understand why we're not getting them in space and letting them like do what they do, you know? Right. Somebody just said, did we throw any screens? No. No, we, did we not. didn't run any screens. That was my biggest thing. Run a damn screen. Or or a wi- so much pressure. Or a wide receiver screen or something like that. We did run a lot of wide receiver screens, actually. We ran those bubble screens. I didn't see very many of them. We ran a couple tunnel screens and we ran a few bubble screens. I think John Trey, Trey Palmer caught one. Hey, let's talk about the wide receivers. So after, I think it was the first quarter, um, or was it the first half? Yeah, it was the first half. Second half come come in, uh, all your wide receivers have changed. They, uh, I don't know what happened, but um, Terrace Marshall was not on the field. Yeah. Um, Grayson so McMath confused. was not was on the like, field. Where, is, where are our we guys? We started with John Trey Kirkland, mm-hmm. Dre Jenkins, and... Uh, Who played well, by the way. I saw a lot of uh, I saw some Coy Moore in the game Coy at the Moore beginning of the second a half. Ton yesterday. So I don't know if they got um, maybe chewed out. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Dropping like balls. Palmer, I saw Palmer in the game too. So Palmer mm-hmm. was in there. I didn't. Uh, I don't know if they got completely chewed out or what. And it they just pr- said, "Look, if you aren't gonna, if you guys aren't gonna play, we're gonna play our other guys mm-hmm. uh, and try to shake it up a little bit." Um, yeah, and then. Guess what happens? Terrence Marshall catches two touchdowns in the second half. Yeah, you look at Terrence Marshall's stat line; it looked great. Yeah, um, and, I, and Terrence Marshall did play well. Other than I think he had one or two drops. He did. There was one play where he's out on the out, uh, out does like an out pass. Uh, Miles Brennan throws it to the other guy, and I could see Terrence Marshall was like adamantly upset. Yeah. Yeah, saying because that would be where Burrow would have made the throw. Yeah. Um, there was a couple of plays where I think it was, uh, Gilbert where, uh, Brennan is rolling out, scrambling, um, Burrow would have made the throw. Yeah. Uh, two seconds later, Brennan makes the throw and he's out of bounds. Um, there's stuff like that where I'm, I'm okay with those, but I'm just hoping that that gets changed because this guy's got way too much experience and talent to play like that. Yeah. Another thing with Brennan is that. So we started this by saying, Brennan, we're not going to get on Brennan as much. We're going to talk about the defense. And then I guess about uh, 80% of our conversation has been about the offense. Yeah. Huh? That's typical. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it always will be. It's yeah. like, but the defense, it's like, there's fixable issues. And like, it, it, it just, it is what it is. Yes. I, I don't know. I don't know. They, they played awful. I, that's all I got. <laughs> Is like they played awful. There was there were no adjustments. Defensive lines actually kind of good. DBs were just horrendous. Yeah, and I I guess uh, here's and are we going to end it by saying something positive? Because if we if we look at the stats, we're going nine and one. Huh? We're going nine and one. Oh, nine and one. (laughs) Okay, I'm not even I'm not even there yet with my predictions again. Um, Obviously, we're not going ten and zero. So I guess I need to revise that now. Shocker. <laughs> um, 
Here's the positive for me is that we don't even we don't think our offense even played very well. I don't think our offense played. No, very I mean well. our offense put up twenty seven points. Yeah, and I don't think not, they played very well. That's not what I think they should be putting up against Mississippi State. No, I agree. Um, but stat wise, you could take a look at the stats and say, oh, that looks not bad. I think it was like four hundred fifty total yards. Um, yeah. Now. An improvement would be because uh, I thought we were scoring forty points on Mississippi. I think we were up seventeen to fourteen in the first half. Am I right? No, we were down seventeen to fourteen. We had the ball. Uh, I was hoping we could go down the get field. Get a quick one. Yeah. Yeah. Score a touchdown before the end of the half. Twenty-one seventeen. We get the ball back. Second mm-hmm. half. Score another touchdown. Twenty-eight seventeen. Right. Get rolling. And we have complete control right. of the game. Yeah. Um. And we. Yeah. Shit no. the pot is what they would say. Yeah, we didn't <laughs> score there. Well, we came down in the second half, kicked a field goal on, on the first drive, I think. Yeah, yeah, right. And then they scored a field goal. We scored a touchdown. I thought that was going to be the time where we were going to con- we were going to take uh, control of it, and it uh, that's the difference so far in this year and that and last year is where we would have completely we would have taken advantage of a situation like that. But first of all, we could, we can't stop anybody. If we can't stop anybody, none of that matters. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I'm interested to see Derek Stingley back in the was, lineup. This was such a perfect storm though. And you know, you play against a team who likes to throw the ball 60 times a game and then you don't have your best secondary player, which just happens to be and you play the like best crap. defensive player in the entire country. And, you don't play that well. You don't play your best. They play their best. Yeah. I mean, dude, KJ Costello, I, he's a stud. He made some awesome throws. Right. Their wide receivers are way better than I thought they were. You remember we were talking about their wide receivers. I was like, I don't think they got anybody at wide receiver. No, they got some dudes. Tyrell Shavers is pretty good. Oh, I agree with that. I no. So here's my. I'm kind of mixed on this with the KJ Costello hype, and I know Preston Guy picked. KJ Costello to be his all SEC quarterback. And that's fine. Yeah. I'm not saying otherwise on that. What I'm saying is LSU made him look like Yeah, he had um, a lot of open guys. Like an all American mm-hmm. where he's not. Um LSU played yeah, that I, bad on defense in the backfield that he's not he's not as good as is what everybody's probably making him out to be. Yeah. I I don't know. I I thought he looked awesome. Now I think their wide receivers like, are good. It was like, yes, we we were giving them a lot. But he made us pay every single time, you know. Yeah. Uh, he doesn't have a lot of. Uh, well, actually, he didn't really show a lot of his athleticism yesterday. But he actually also is a pretty athletic kid. No, he could step up in the pocket. Yeah. Here's here was he, uh, he 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 can run a little bit too. I here was my issues with offense uh, for LSU com- compared to offense for Mississippi State was um, they looked prepared to play. Uh, even though they had a brand new coaching staff coming in, right. new scheme, everything. That's that's why I get aggravated whenever I hear people say like, "Oh, well, we didn't have a fall like a full fall camp." We Neither did they. Spring. They had like less they than had, we had. They had yeah, exactly. They had the exact same amount of time and a brand new coaching staff. Yeah, I think our so defense made that's not them. An excuse. I think our defense. We actually have the upper hand there on them. You would think, but yeah. we have a quarterback who's scared in the pocket. Right. Whereas it, KJ Costello was not. I was thinking about this on the way over here. I think we're better than Mississippi State at every single position except for quarterback. Yes, I agree with that. Um, maybe running back, but well, I think I think our running back room is better than their running back room. I'd say Kylan Hill is better than anybody we got, but yep. Uh, I'd say we. Well, Ky- Kylan Hill in that offense. Kylan Hill's a stud. That's very good. Yeah. Um. He he's he's electric in that offense, and it's. What I've wanted to see out of um, Emory, really out of Emory, yeah. I, I mean, feel like Emory's our most explosive guy. Yeah, and, and we we the, never put him in any explosive situation. I want to see him in the open field, and we never got him in the open field. <sighs> is he? Just, is he? Can he not catch the ball or something? Like I feel like he's not out. In the, I don't know. I, I'm <laughs> a, I'm getting really worried. All right, if it's a good pass, he's gonna catch it. You know, like he's a good freaking player. I I said this from the beginning. A couple months ago, do not touch anything that you did last year with your offense. Do not. Right. The way that you played offense last year is the way to play offense. Um, if you are 
regressing your offense because of the guys that you have, you, uh, I think you're making a mistake. I think you need to plug these guys in and plug in Emory into a uh, Clyde Edwards Elair role. Let him make his mistakes, obviously, but put him out, stretch him out wide, do all the things that you did last year. Take Eric Gilbert and put him in a Thad Moss role. Oh my God! Right, that guy. Yeah. Um, that that's what I'm saying is like. They have to u- they have to use these guys in the same scheme. If they start trying to change that scheme, they're dumb. They're dumb. Well, hold on. You said put Eric Gilbert in a Thad Moss role. Put I put don't him agree with that. Huh? I don't agree with that. Use him exactly the way you used Thad Moss last no. year. Why? Because he can't block. Thad Moss caught Thad Moss. so many balls out of a slot position last year. Yeah, but Eric Gilbert can play out wide. Why wouldn't you play him out wide? Thad Moss would play at the boundary about 40% of are the time you, last gonna year. Are you going to throw up a 50-50 ball to Thad Moss? No. I'm, what I'm saying is, uh, look, uh, Miles Brennan had his eyes on, locked on Eric Gilbert yesterday. Yeah. I'm not saying that at all. You weren't going to throw a you weren't going to throw a fifty fifty ball to Thad Moss last year, but right. if that was Eric Gilbert out there last year, hell yeah, you're throwing a fifty fifty ball to that monster. Oh, okay, I see what you're saying. I'm saying, saying everywhere he is on the field, Thad Moss, put Eric Gilbert in that same scheme. You plug these guys exactly the way they were in last year. I, I but I do I do think Eric Gilbert can play wide receiver, and I think Thad Moss play, did it last year. Yeah, but like. You're not using Thad Moss the same way that you would use Eric Gilbert because Eric Gilbert can just do more as a receiver. Yesterday, you used Eric Gilbert as a tight end on the line. You yes, did not you did stretch him out wide. And I think that needs to change. They stretched Thad Moss out wide more than they did Eric Gilbert yesterday. Like, Eric Gilbert was not used the way Thad Moss was last year. They changed something. And I don't know if they did it because they were worried about their offensive line or, or did what. They do it because there's just no Joe Brady. I think it has something to do with it. And that's where I'm worried is you don't have Joe Brady who's telling you, okay, this is the way to do the offense. And you got other people trying to put their little fingerprints in Mm -hmm. and they're dumb. They're dumb. And (laughs) like, I I couldn't help but think yesterday about how. uh, We got a comment saying that Jack's hair looks awesome. (laughs) Thank you, Bill. Jack got a haircut, guys. Uh, Billy, uh, Jack's already had six donuts uh, yeah. from our Mary Lee donuts. By the way, Mary Lee, big shout out to Mary Lee on uh, Segan. We're going to get them to be a sponsor of this show. Um, yeah, protection for quarterback, hopefully. Uh, I'm assuming that's why Eric Gilbert was in. What were we just talking about? A Joe Brady. Yeah. I couldn't help but think yesterday that, like, I saw all these Cowboys fans coming at us whenever we hired Scott Linehan. They were like, oh, Scott Linehan's like the most bland vanilla guy. And, I was, and we were all like, oh, well, he's just a passing game coordinator. He's just going to bring experience. Yep. And we were pretty bland and vanilla yesterday. I think we were too. Um, I was screaming for us to throw the ball downfield. Um, but whenever we would do that, uh, Miles, Brayden, Miles, <laughs> Miles Brennan wouldn't make the throw. I need a drink. Um, he wouldn't make the throw downfield. And that it, the combination of um, being vanilla with your offense, maybe having – I saw this a lot, four wide receivers doing short routes, nobody going long. Yeah. Um, I don't like that. Yeah. I don't yeah. like bunches. I don't like all that stuff. I want you to use your space. You're spreading people out. Let's, let's spread everybody out. Um, there's a lot of that. There wasn't a, there wasn't a lot of zone read. And when there was zone read, the guys are keying completely on the running backs because they don't they don't care if Miles Brennan runs the ball or not. Yeah, that's that ain't that ain't gonna work this year. Yeah, in my opinion, um, play action. I think he's great with play action. Brennan, Brennan, yeah, I but agree. he's when he does the play action, he needs to let the freaking ball go. Yeah, he needs to know. Okay, he he has no clock. Yeah, right I now. was just about to say the clock thing. I was literally just about to say this, it, and that's it's, amazing to me. It, how how do you not have a clock, dude? This guy is very experienced. I know he hasn't played, and I'm gonna keep saying and, this. And like he hasn't taken a meaningful snap. May I? I've never played quarterback. I don't know. Maybe maybe that internal clock comes with playing. Maybe I don't know, right? Uh, but 
Yeah, I just don't understand. I don't understand why he doesn't have it. Um, he just holds the ball too long. That's, that's all. I, that's all I know. I I can't give any further anal, uh, analysis than that. Well, and I, it, it, um, Brandon Stewart, I, he was texting with me during the game, and I think he was joking, but he probably wasn't. Um, that Miles Brennan can't read a defense. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we actually had some funny uh, commentary during the game. I wasn't laughing too much during the game, but it was actually funny. It was me, uh, B-Stu, and um, Adam Barry with the home dogs. We were all texting each other. And uh, Brandon is big on um, Drew Brees still. And Adam Barry thinks Drew Brees' arm is shot. Okay, it so is. there's there's a difference of opinion, and he's like, no, Drew Brees is still good. Uh, just wait and see. Blah blah blah. He thinks they're going to be the Packers tonight and all that kind of stuff. Uh, well, um, so. then he says, well, Miles Brennan can't read a defense, and Adam Barry's like, hold your horses, Miles Brennan's going to be okay. Yeah, and he's like, this is the guy who thinks Brees is going to be. Right. Well, it's like well, I don't understand that because you think you think Brees is going to improve, but you think Brennan's not. <laughs> right. <laughs> It's the exact opposite. Brees yeah, is um, Brennan's obviously going to improve. Okay, so we got a question: Is Costello and Leach really that good, or Ellis Shoes D really that bad? We were just talking about this. I was talking about this yesterday, and okay, go ahead. It's just like, I it is a combination. I think this Mike this this Mississippi State offense is pretty damn good. I think they really are. We made them look a lot better with the lack of adjustments and just our corners not being able to cover to save their lives. Um, also, I, I think Jay Ward was still hurt. I think the reason Darren Evans was playing yesterday was because Jay Ward wasn't 100%. And I think a reason that he got beat a lot of the times is because he's hurt. But I think he had a hamstring. And he wasn't supposed to play today. Or yesterday. Yeah. He wasn't supposed to play. Um, and then Darren Evans came in, dropped that egg. And uh, they they were like, okay, we got to play Jay. Uh, I, I, think was, I think that was a big thing because Jay Ward wasn't playing at first. Mm -hmm. I think um, Costello and Leach are good. Um, they aren't nearly the level that they showed yesterday. They're LSU's not, defense. They're not forty-four points on LSU. Good. They're not six hundred and twenty-three yards passing, probably on anybody else in the league for the rest of the season. Right. Well, that's that's this, gonna be that's gonna be a record that stands for a long time too, which sucks. Right. So, <laughs> um, Mike, here's another comment. Mike Leach uh, has his ways, but he's won every place he's been. I agree with that. But and, you know, we did he say didn't win. He didn't. He doesn't win against this level of talent, and he doesn't put 623 yards up against this level of competition without LSU playing the way that they did. Yeah. Um, the space that our cornerbacks gave those wide receivers was unacceptable. Yeah. Unacceptable. And that tell the truth Monday crap, um, they those coaches need to be sitting right there with those kids because they yeah. put those kids in terrible positions yesterday. Yeah. Um, if you're going to play press coverage and you're not going to press, you don't need to be on the field. Put somebody else in there. Put yeah. somebody else back there. Like there's you're making those wide receivers look like the freaking San Francisco 49ers. Yeah. Like give me a break. Yeah. I get it. I get that Mike Leach is there, but we're giving way too much credit for Mike Leach here and we're not giving enough um I, I discredit still, to Bo Pelini and how unprepared that defense I, was. Well, I think I I think it's it's a very very much on both of them. I think it's on Mike Leach for being a pretty damn good play caller. It's on Costello for making some really damn good throws. Pelini just uh, – we've talked about it enough. Pelini is, did what he did. Um, hey, here's, a, here's an interesting thing that we can talk about. And I heard um, – I was getting – I was pissed just watching uh, football at the end of the night, and I saw um, – I guess it was Alabama. <clears throat> was it Alabama-Missouri I saw? It had uh, – I didn't watch any of that uh, game. Todd Blackledge was calling one of the games. I didn't watch I any of that game. I think that was the game that I was watching where Todd Blackledge was calling it, and he was talking about different games this year uh, so far. Um, like, we saw Oklahoma get beat against Kansas State, which is unreal to me. Yeah. Um, 
I kind of felt like that could happen too. Kansas State came back and right. we, I mean they beat them last year, but then yeah. Kansas State looked so bad against. Yeah, uh, well, but I knew everyone was going to be saying like, "Oh, Oklahoma's going to beat the hell out of them," and they, and they well, would. and they were winning. And then I knew that Oklahoma wasn't going to beat the hell out of them. I think they were winning twenty-seven yeah, to seven. But you'll remember Kansas State was missing like twenty guys against Arkansas State. They were That's missing right. their entire offensive line. So they, well, they here, have here was their his offensive line against o- Oklahoma. It's like, yeah, they're going to be a lot better now. Here was his point. Was you watch that? Um, what other upsets have we had already? We've already had a few where uh, Georgia struggled at Arkansas. Yeah, that I wasn't. Mean, it wasn't an upset, but it was. But like LSU weird. for sure. Uh, Mississippi State beating LSU, and he Texas should have lost to Texas Tech. Was that at Texas? <laughs> Texas Tech. It was at Texas Tech. So that doesn't matter for this one either. But his point was, you're going to start seeing uh, teams at home that usually rely on. Crowd motivation, crowd pumping you up, um, and the other team, the home, the away team, isn't as affected on the road as much as they normally would be, um, and it's going to level the playing field a little bit more for some of these teams. And so, whereas a team like LSU is better than Mississippi State, given these circumstances and given uh, their lack of defense, and all of a sudden right. uh, an offense comes in like that, and there's yeah. no like energy it behind was, it. It, it yeah. makes it, and you you were there, so what did it, it feel it like? It was just like, it, and I understand that point. It's like, you know, when you score a big a big player, you have a big play or whatever. Um, you expect like a huge roar or something like that, and it's like we. I was actually I was a little surprised at how loud we were able to be. Mm-hmm. With one fourth of the stadium, and it wasn't even that. There were, they, I highly doubt that there were twenty five thousand people at that game. I, no, I, I think people it may, just, maybe twenty, maybe no, twenty. No, I, um, no energy at all in that yeah, stadium. I no, mean, and I mean it was hard to have energy when like it's sure, just, like like even the we, that long touchdown to Terrace Marshall and the one handed catch, which I didn't even know was a one handed catch by the way at at the time until I watched the game later. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just like great. We're still down by three, <laughs> right? To Mississippi State, like I, it's just like it's, it's only well, it's it so turns hard into to get excited about. Well, that. and it, it going off of last year is going to be a little bit of that rebounding from last year. Yeah. Was um, we're just going to be like, well, about time. That's going to yeah. be our attitude, like finally. Yeah, and I, and actually, not and not like just. I went to the game with my friend Andy, and uh, I I went into the game to the stadium saying, okay, I need to remember this game is going to be weird. And like, yeah. it's just, it's just going to be weird. Yep. There's no singly, this crowd, like silent almost. Mm-hmm. And it just, we've lost so many players. Mike Leach is coaches in crazy games. He thrives in crazy games. Uh, it's just going to be weird. And I need to just relax. Well, that's, and I didn't relax. No, <laughs> no. Uh, I think that's Blackledge's point with that too, was that you are going to see more of this this year. More craziness this year than ever before. You're going to see teams like Arkansas playing up against a Georgia. Georgia ends up taking control at the end, but like stuff like that. Vanderbilt and, and Texas A&M yeah. were close. Right. Did, uh, there were two games yesterday where a team had five points at halftime in the SEC. <laughs> there were two. I was like, it's going to be a strange season. Uh, I watched a lot of the uh, Florida Ole Miss game. I watched a lot of the Auburn uh, Kentucky game. Yeah, I watched. Um, Auburn looked good to me. The wide receivers look great. I see. I see Brantley Jones is watching right now. Big Auburn fan. Oh really? Um, Auburn um, looked good to me. Uh, that Ole Miss offense looks awesome. Ole Miss looked good. Uh, I, they played both quarterbacks just like I said they should. Well, I, Remember I, that? I know. Yeah. Um, dad was Dad was <laughs> criticizing it. That they were playing both. I said, "What? No, no Plumlee's got to awesome. be on the field." I said, it's, "Plumlee's got to be on the field." Awesome. Um, I agree. I, I thought that was. I, I thought that was good. I genuinely think Plumlee needs to be a receiver. Oh, I do too. Uh, well, I, I like a Taysom Hill kind of role. Yeah, move yeah, him in at quarterback exactly. sometimes. Do it, whatever well, you need. Taysom Hill role in college, and then once he gets to the NFL, like just put him at receiver. Well, he's I gonna think. play baseball anyway. Well, yeah, that's true. But like, I, I just I. I said this I like a couple weeks ago. I think if he plays, if he if he wants an opportunity to play in the NFL, mm-hmm. he needs to be a receiver. Uh, let's talk about Kyle Pitts. How good he looked. Did you watch that game? Uh, yeah, same game. Yeah, he yeah. looked fantastic. Yeah, I mean, yeah, 
uh, man against boys kind of situation. Mm-hmm. Now, I guess we didn't talk on a lot about Ole Miss's defense and how bad it looked, but I can't yeah, say too much I about don't know them. Whether um, it's how bad now Ole Miss's defense is, or if it's that Florida is really good on offense. Um, I think it's, it's a little it's both. A I think I think it's like it's us definitely a combination. But I with Mississippi State, I do wonder is, is that Florida offense like super legit? So let's go back to our um, our predictions because <clears throat> obviously I have to change okay, mine. Okay, we now. have that bet with J Boy about um, going on the road. Yeah, the three road games. We're yeah. gonna go one and two in those three. Um. <clears throat> If we play like we played yesterday, we're, we may go 0-3. Um, no, we're not going 0-3. A&M, look. Did you see A&M? Man. If they, we, beat, it, they beat Vanderbilt by five. I, I'm sure Vanderbilt's <coughs> uh, defensive backs covered their wide receivers better than we covered yeah, Mississippi well, we'll State. We'll have Derek Stingley. I, 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 I'm back what? to the point where I have to see it to believe it. I'm back to that <clears> point. <throat> um, it was that bad yesterday that I it if, if it – if it can get crea- corrected in one week, my question is, what the hell happened in week one? Yeah. Um, well, it, I, I think we're really going to find out how much we do rely on Derek Stingley. Uh, yeah. Because during the Florida game, uh, if we play Florida really not really good and, like, you know, they kind of maybe struggle to get the passing game going, it's like, okay, Derek Stingley really makes an impact on this team. Uh, and granted, there there are going to be players that step up. Elias Ricks is going to be significantly better between now and then. And here's another thing: is uh, are we going to play teams that aren't going to throw the ball as much and spread out and and have such a imbalance of like pass run ratio? They start running the ball more against us. I think that's better in our wheelhouse. I agree. Right? I think our front seven's very good. I do too, and I think our linebackers are probably going to play well against that kind of style. I really um, we, so we could match up better against a Florida, but again, if if our defensive backs play like poo, it doesn't really matter. No, um, no it doesn't. Um, it, it, it's just like it's hard to watch I being DBU and watching that crap that was it, on the field yesterday. That was awful. Yeah, that yeah. that should be the first thing that's said in the locker room is this isn't acceptable here. Yeah. Well, that was the first thing that uh, Jacoby Stevens said is that this was just embarrassing. Yeah, in his press conference. That's what he said. He was. Just, this is embarrassing. No, he shouldn't ever allow this right. to happen. Right, uh, and that should have been that should have been talked about last week, not 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 Saturday and, night. And like we said, Bo Pelini should be the one that's more embarrassed than anybody. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, um, so five and five, six and four, seven and three. I'm feeling seven and three. Okay, seven and three. three. We already have. We're already zero and one. Yeah. Okay. Feeling seven and three. Alabama looked good. I think uh, Mac we, Jones looked good. I think it's two and two in those Florida, Auburn, Alabama, Texas and M. So, although, man, I'm just not realizing I'm just completely discrediting Ole Miss. If our defense doesn't improve, they could beat us too. Oh yeah, take the over. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, let's take a look at Ole Miss for the rest of the season. Take know. a look at Ole Miss for the rest of the season. You may want to just take the over for the rest of the season. Uh, <laughs> Billy, Billy has a question up? about uh, um, Tulane, right? No one cares. Nobody cares about Tulane, Billy. Wait, so Billy, how did uh, how did Tulane look? I mean, I know they dropped sixty six. Take um, take the spread against Southern Miss for the rest of the year. Southern Miss is a complete train wreck. Okay, okay. so. Their coach already resigned after the first game of the season. Yeah, so that's that. a complete joke. Yeah. Um, so, um, yeah. Did, I, Billy, let me know. Did uh, did did they start the same quarterback? Was it um, what's his face? I can't remember. Cam Carroll for Tulane had four touchdowns. So Cam Carroll. Uh, Cam Carroll's a running back. True freshman quarterback Pratt came in for the third series. So we're not going to talk about Tulane. I don't really care. Um, cemented the sun. Oh, nice. So Saints. To Tonight against the pack. 2020 fucking sucks. We're going <laughs> to lose this game. Oh, my God. We're going to lose. We're going to oh lose. God. I, I have zero positivity about anything right now. We're going to lose this game. Um, uh, B. Stu is all over the Saints. Good for him. He said uh, minus three and a half. Take it. Great. Um, minus three. Saints are favored. That's you got <laughs> to pay attention. Um, Vegas knows. Vegas knows what? 
they know that people are that the Saints play well at home, prime time, that kind of stuff. Saints play well at home. I, there's going to be twenty thousand people in the stadium. It doesn't matter. It does matter. I saw it matter yesterday. Damn it, it doesn't matter. <laughs> I saw it matter yesterday. It matters. It matters a lot. Oh man, all it, right. It's not. It's not good. It's not going to be good. I. It, us not having Michael Thomas is so crippling and. Not if you played uh, Taysom Hill on the role that we were talking about. But we saw him. We uh, that first drive. We talked about this before. That first drive against the Raiders, you had Keontae. Uh, what's his name? H- Harris. Harris. Yeah. Deontay, Deontay. Deontay Harris running that little reverse. You had Taysom Hill at quarterback one time. You had Taysom Hill in all these different roles, and then all of a sudden, um, you didn't go. You didn't go back to any of that again. And it was like you you played vanilla for the rest of the game. Yeah, you got to be multiple when you when you got a guy like Thomas out. Um, I don't know. Is the Packers defense that good? I haven't seen the yes. Packers play. Packers defense is good. They were really good last year, and uh, I don't think they really lost anybody. Uh, all right, first ever coffee and donuts episode. I wish it could be off of a win, but it's not. Uh, Jack's eating another freaking donut. I mean, what number is this? six. That's number six? Jesus. Half dozen donuts for your boy over here. Um, we will be back. This is all I'm going to eat today. Uh, hey, it's birthday week for me. Oh, nice. Big. Yeah, big oh, one. We play Vanderbilt on your birthday. Yeah, we play Van- Vanderbilt on my birthday next Saturday. We'll have another episode, I think, probably um, Wednesday. Is I think we'll do it. Night game? Night game. 6.30, Vanderbilt. Um, Great. I can't wait to see what we look like. <sighs> I can. You are? Okay. You just ate a half a donut all in one bite. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. We will talk to you guys later on this week. Um, one Team One Podcast. Look, uh, look for us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, mm-hmm. and on our YouTube page. Uh, one Team One Podcast on our YouTube page. Go check it out. Um, not sure if we're going to have a guest on this week or not. We'll, we may have Believe in Vandy uh, from the Believe in Vandy podcast. Nice. We'll we may bring him on. Um, we can talk to him about Vanderbilt. He was very fired up about the uh, about have, the Texas A&M game. We may have an player on, but are you still? Oh, I, mm-hmm. I think I know who you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, starter, a starter mm-hmm. on the defensive side. Mm-hmm. We're just giving like some uh, some hints. Yep. What else? No, 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 we should stop there. That's it. Okay. <laughs> um, talk to you guys next week. One Team One Podcast, OneTeamOnePodcast.com. Logging out. We showed you what the GOAT was last year when we beat y'all 50 to 7. Relax, big boy. One Team One Podcast. One Team One Podcast. Yeah, they did a good job. Yeah. Why is he so fat? One Team One Podcast. One Team One Podcast. One Team One Podcast. One Team One Podcast.